Hello everybody, hello and welcome to another episode of Touchful Podcast. My name is Magdalena, I'm your host. I'm a practitioner and teacher of Hawaiian Lomi Lomi in Iceland. And in this podcast I talk about touchful life. Life when you are in touch with yourself, with others and with the whole world. And today's episode... Um, since you clicked on it, you probably saw the title of it. It's going to be about death. And I am... I feel both humbled and excited to be able to talk about that topic today. Before recording today's episode, I did a short visualization. I want to share it because maybe you are sometimes in the situation when you are required to speak about any kind of topic and you want to make sure that whatever you say that it's truthful and relevant and it comes from the heart and that is always my intention for every episode that I record so right before recording I did a couple of my morning practices and then I did this short visualization in which I imagined that there is a golden thread between my throat and between my heart like a golden bridge connecting my heart to my throat with an intention that whatever I speak about today that it comes directly from the heart through this connection through this golden thread between my throat and my heart and I hope it will be so because like I said I am I am excited for this topic, for all the things that I want to share with you, all my insights and observations and experiences. But I also feel extremely humbled because I want to be talking about death and it's not an easy topic. And I feel that this episode is for you or can be for you regardless of your belief system about life and death so whether you're an atheist and you believe that death is the end death of a physical body is the end and there is nothing more or you are a follower of any particular religion and you believe in heaven or in any form of afterlife or whether you are like me that you believe that there is greater consciousness connecting us all and death is not the end but it's a transition it's stepping into something else or anything whether you believe in reincarnation whatever wherever you are on the spectrum of your beliefs i hope that this episode today will be interesting for you and you will find something for yourself so today i want to be talking about I think it, it's gonna surprise some of you what I'm going to say right now. I wanna be, I wanna start by talking about death in a context of Lomi Lomi, uh, the Hawaiian massage, the Hawaiian healing practice that I do. And that was my initial inspiration for this podcast. So I will be talking about this death that happens on a bench, death that happens metaphorically 
during the session at Lomi Lomi. And I will be talking about the idea of Lomi as a rite of passage, as a transition, as a transformation, as death and being, being dying and being reborn. But I also will be talking today about literal death, death of a physical body, end of life, end of life as we know it. And I also will be talking about death in the sense that something old is dying and something new is being born. So I want to dive into this topic from different perspectives. And like I said, I want to share with you my experiences, especially one of my recent very profound experiences regarding death. I want to share with you my observations, the stories of my clients, legends about Lomi and death and rebirth. And we will see where, where it will take us. I want to give um, a trigger warning for this episode. It's something that I never did before. But I feel that since this is a very or might be a very sensitive topic, I want to give a trigger warning. Because maybe you are in this moment of your life right now where you deal with death in a very real way. Maybe it's if you, you are facing or you recently faced death of somebody who is close to you. Or maybe you are touching the topic of death in any other way in your life. In such case... I want to let you know, like I said, that I will be talking about this metaphorical death, but also about the literal death as the end of life today. So I leave it up to you whether you want to listen to this episode now or you want to come back to it at some other time or maybe just skip this one altogether. I leave it to your sovereign decision. Oh, I need a breath. I need a sip of water. And I would like to start with a couple of legends about Lomi. I want to start this whole talk about death from the context of the work that I do, the body work that I do, that is the most sacred for me and that is my life path, my spiritual path. That is my way of seeing things. So I want to start with sharing a couple of legends with you to give you a little bit of a context of why I say that Lomi is a rite of passage or can be a rite of passage and where is death in all this. So there are many different lineages of Lomi, many different traditions, many different teachers coming from many different lineages. And the Lomi that I practice, which is Lomi Lomi Nui, or sometimes it's called temple style, Kahuna massage, Kahuna body work, Kahuna sciences, that stories say that it comes from a very ancient type of Lomi, from a very ancient type of practice. And that ancient type of Lomi, that special type of Lomi, was given to special people for special occasions. 
So, for example, if you were a young chief of the village, stepping into the leadership, you would be given Lomi, this special ancient type of Lomi in the old times. That's what legends say. Or if there was an important moment for your life or for the life of the whole community, for the life of the whole village, you would be given Lomi in that this special type of Lomi in order to support you and the whole community in whatever time and in whatever situation is happening through some important moment of your life like for example stepping into the leadership that's one of the reasons why lomi sometimes it is referred to as the rite of passage even if the practice that we do today is just a mere echo of what it used to be and we just fully don't know what it was but i love this legend i love this story i love this myth and the legend also says that in such cases when lomi was offered for this special people for special occasions that you would be massaged for many hours or even many days up to 15 days straight day and night all the time to bring you into this special state of consciousness where all the tensions from your body from all your bodies they are melted and then your spirit can enter another state a different state and again we might just say that it's a beautiful legend but i love it i love what it says about lomi that it has this potential of transformation of bringing you to a different state of something that i called the original state the natural state your natural state of being and together with that legend that beautiful story that lomi was a rite of passage and rite of passage essentially is about that an old version of you dies and a new version of you is being born. So there are two stories connected to that legend. I have one version of the story from, from my one Lomi Lomi teacher and the other version of the story from the other Lomi Lomi teacher. And I want to give you both again to give you a little bit of context. And I promise I'm going somewhere <laughs> with all this. But first I want to give you a little bit of context. So if you come, if you ever came to my Lomi, to the session with me, and maybe you noticed that at the very beginning of the session, when you are already on a bench, your body is positioned in this special Lomi way, that before I start, before I uncover your body, before I put oil on your body, that I always, always, always ask you one question. I ask you, are you ready? And I always wait for your reply. I need your reply. I need to see that you nod your head or I need to see that or I need to hear that you say yes. And in such case, I usually say something like, I wish you a beautiful journey or I wish you a beautiful session. I wish you a beautiful time. And then the session begins. And 
for me, it's a simply a beautiful way to start the session. But it comes from a very particular tradition. So this question, are you ready, has an underlying meaning in it. And very often on Lonely Mommy trainings with one of my teachers who introduced this question to me, we would very often ask each other these questions, this question in Hawaiian language. And in Hawaiian, the phrase is homo kaukau. And the literal translation of it is to get ready, to prepare, to be ready. But underlying meaning of it is that I am essentially asking you and I am asking myself as well as a practitioner but I am asking you are you ready to die? And I want you to sit with this question for a moment and see what this question is doing to you. That before a session of Lomi, I ask you, are you ready? But the underlying meaning, the traditional meaning, the reason behind it is that we are asking, I'm asking you, and I'm asking myself, are you ready to die? And of course, not in a literal sense, as a end of your physical existence here on earth. Though I really find it beneficial to ask myself every now and then this question for myself. Magdalena, are you ready to die if your life ended tomorrow? But I will be talking about that a little bit later on. So when I ask you, Homo Kaukau, are you ready? I'm not asking, are you literally ready to end your physical existence here on earth. But think about it. Think what I'm asking about. Think what I'm asking for. Are you ready that the old version of you that is lying on this bench, that this will die, this will disappear, this will no longer exist once the session is complete? And are you ready for that? Are you really, truly ready for that? And I know that the first answer might be, yes, of course I'm ready. I, I want that. But sometimes I am like, are you really? Are you really? Are you really ready to let go of these old cherished wounds? of these old cherished tensions, of these old stories about yourself. And I'm speaking from my own experience. Because when I lay down on that bench, my friend massages me, for example, and he asks me, are you ready? And I say yes. Then I always check with myself, is that really true? What am I ready to let go of? And I want to give you a very personal example. Something that I already spoke about in a previous episode of Touchful Podcast. That I used to have this, I call it a cherished wound. 
a core belief that I am not worthy of being really, truly, deeply loved. And we all have all kinds of belief, beliefs about ourselves. And I asked myself, truly, Magdalena, are you ready to let go of that belief? To let go of that story? Because, here comes the question, who are you without your story? When all the tensions are gone, and by tensions I mean your physical tensions, the pain that has been with you for 20 years and in a way defined who you are, all your emotional tensions, all the stories that you keep repeating to yourself in your mind that I am like this, I am like that, world is like this, people are like this, this is what, this is how I make sense out of this reality. This is who I am. Are you ready to let go of that? Are you ready to die in that sense? And to be reborn? And to be surprised? And I mentioned that I ask myself this question as well as a practitioner. And for me, it's a, it's a core of practicing Lomi. When I ask myself, are you ready to die? And by that, I mean, am I ready to let go of all the expectations that I have towards you when you're lying on that bench? Am I ready to let go of all the expectations that I have towards myself? Am I ready to let go of everything that I think that I know about Lomi? And am I ready to be reborn moment by moment into something that I call the truth of the moment? Because this is the core of this practice for me. I know that when you lay down on that bench and you feel me massaging you, it just, it might feel like a great massage. It might feel like something more than a massage. Many of my clients say that, that it's a whole experience. On my end, it is a very deeply meditative practice in which moment by moment I die and I'm being reborn in a sense that all my concepts, all my ideas, all my plans, they need to let go, they, they need to die, I need to let go of them in order for true, real, deep Lomi to happen. So instead of thinking or planning what I will do and at what will happen, all this needs to die so the truth of the moment can be born and then Lomi just happens in the truth of the moment. And I know that to some of you it sounds super philosophical or weird or esoteric or ephemeric. For others of you, probably you absolutely understand what I talk about. Either way is perfectly fine. So I want to come back to this question. Are you ready? Are you ready to die? Are you ready to let go? And sometimes the answer might be obvious and sometimes might be not so obvious. Like I started 
speaking about that that story of mine and that core wound that I had that I am unworthy of being truly deeply loved by myself or by others and when finally this belief died it really felt like a part of me was dying a part of me that I knew very well a part of me that I cherished this cherished wound that a part of me really died and then a new me was born that I was reborn and who am I now without that cherished wound who am I right now without that story who are you without your stories without your tensions without your beliefs very often when people sit and then stand up after the session of Romeo is finished I hear it often not always not all the time but often enough I hear people saying I feel reborn I feel like a new person I feel like I'm just being born to this world and I'm about to take my first steps into this world and this is exactly it this is it are you ready to die are you ready to let go of your old tensions of your pain of your beliefs about yourself are you ready to step into the unknown because this is what death is be it physical death or metaphorical death it is always stepping into the unknown are you ready for that and once you are once you take this step you are always 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 gonna be reborn because life is eternal life itself never ends so the moment something dies something else will be born always life keeps living itself life is eternal and i feel so extremely privileged and humbled to be able to witness that every now and then on that lomi bench that people open their eyes after the session they sit take a sip of water and they tell me like wow i feel like i never tasted water before that water never tasted so good i feel like i'm being renewed i feel like i'm being reborn and i know that many of you you say it in a metaphorical sense but what if what if what if this is not metaphorical what if this is real what if you really died on that bench during the session of lomi the old version of you died and the new version of you was being born what about that i'm gonna leave you with that question with that idea and i so much would love to know what this does to you and what it opens in your mind i promised uh, that i would share two stories so one was from my one teacher with this sentence that we ask each other on a training and that i ask my clients are you ready and then 
my other teacher, uh, she shares a different version of that story. So she told us that, again, legends say that the belief, and the belief is that in ancient, ancient times, like I told you, this special ancient type of Romi was given for special occasions to special people. And before the session, the kahuna, so let's call him a master of this practice. It's not the literal translation on the, or the literal meaning of this function, but let's say that the kahuna was a master of this. That the kahuna would draw a line on the sand. And the kahuna would say, step across that line if you are ready to die. And again, to die in that metaphorical sense. But again, what if, what if really some form of real death happens on that bench? Would you step across that line? Because it is essentially stepping into the unknown. And I want to I wanna stop here for a moment and talk about this stepping into the unknown. Because it's scary, or it can be so, so scary. Because it is the unknown. Anything can be there. Anything can be there. So sometimes what we as humans do, we'd rather stay in the old instead of releasing that, dropping that, letting that go. So we can be reborn and step into the unknown. How many of you, for example, stayed in a dead relationship? In a relationship that was long time gone and dead. And I'm not talking about a situation when there is a crisis in a relationship and we do all the best from the bottom of our hearts to deal with that. But I'm talking about a relationship that is full-on dead. It can be a romantic relationship, it can be a friendship, it can be a business relationship. I have this memory of one of the relationship, romantic relationships in my life. And when I think about it now, it feels like I was really clinging to a dead body, to a dead person, to a dead idea of a relationship. But I was so afraid to let go, to release, to acknowledge that it's dead and to step into the new, to step into the unknown. But guess what? When we do, it is always something waiting for us there. Or that's what I believe in. That when I step across that line, draw on the sand, with an intention and with a full belief that, yes, I am ready to die. And I'm stepping into the unknown with a full trust that I will be reborn. And that it will be something that I cannot even imagine. One way of trying to think about that is, again, coming, um, is, is kind of like referring to the idea of a physical death. But since this might be too abstract for some of you, or, or like I said, maybe you don't believe that there is anything after death, then let's take ourselves back 
to the moments when we were in our mother's wombs, in our mother's bellies. You were there, you don't remember that life, but it obviously happened, since you are here now in this human form, it means that you were in a woman's womb, in a woman's belly. So you had this life for approximately nine months or a little less. And then during the birth, you died in a way. Think about that like this, that the old version of you, the version of you that was connected to your mother, the, or the version of you that was uh, swimming in these waters, that that version of you is forever gone. And there is no coming back to that. And you going through that birth canal, or whether you had a cesarean, doesn't matter, but you stepping across this line on the sand <laughs> was you... Yes, being born, but also you first, your your old version of you, the old version of you had to die so the new one could be born. And now you have this life in this body, in this form, and you witness thousands of deaths every day. And I'm not even talking about literal deaths of people around you, but... You know, every moment dies, so another moment can be born. One of the most beautiful practices that that I, I like doing is connecting to my breath and feeling that my breath is like this rhythm of death and rebirth. Death and rebirth. Because again, when I come back to the story of you being born into this life, so the old version of you died. You were born into this life and you took your first breath and it was an inhale. And you have a certain amount of the inhales. They are counted and they are not infinite. And then a moment will come. We don't know when, but a moment will come when you will take your last breath and it will be an exhale. And that would close this chapter for you on this earth, in this human body, in this human form. And I believe that this is like, this will be like stepping across the line on the sand. Having this question at the back of my mind. Am I ready to die? Am I ready to be born? sip of water so I started talking about this practice that every breath that you take carries this mystery of life and death every inhale that you take is like being born is filling you up with oxygen filling you up with life and every exhale that you take is releasing, letting go, in a way, dying for a split of a second, metaphorically dying. Of course, you're not, your physical body is not dying. Your beautiful body keeps you alive. 
but I encourage you to take a couple of breaths like this. You can put your hand on your heart if you want to. It always helps, at least for me, because it brings the focus into my core, into my heart. And then the inhale is me coming to life. And the exhale is me releasing, letting go. Are you ready to let go? Are you ready to let go of your breath? Are you ready to allow this breath to die out, knowing and trusting that there is another breath coming? There is another inhale coming. You will be reborn. I find this practice extremely powerful. And if you want to, you can meditate on that. Meditate on hundreds and thousands of deaths that you witness every day, every moment. Every moment the old you is dying, the new you is being born. The old moment is dying, the new moment is being born. So in that sense, everything happens at once. Past, present and future, they all happen at once. Because in this very moment, what happens is that the old dies, the present exists, and the new is being born. And it all, all happens simultaneously in that one moment. Think about that. This podcast is getting really philosophical, but I like that. I like that. That's how it flows. I would like to share with you another story, an experience, a very powerful experience, a very powerful exercise that I did a couple of days ago and I did the same exercise today in the morning before recording this episode and I'm not going to do this exercise with you right now but rather I want to tell you what it is about and why it why I find it so powerful and what it did to me and if you want to you can do it on your own so this exercise comes from one of my mentors and she guided us the whole group I am in an online program with her and she guided us the whole group into this exercise and I want to tell you what I went through and it was exercise about death so we started I started by closing my eyes taking a couple of breaths and picturing myself in a safe place in a safe space and just this very part of exercise alone is a beautiful thing to do you can close your eyes and picture yourself in a safe space maybe it is a literal physical place from now or from the past maybe from your childhood or maybe it is not even an existing place in a sense that it doesn't exist in this physical world, in this realm. But when you close your eyes and when you imagine the safe space somewhere in you, that it takes you into some imaginary place. It can be like this as well. And just this really brought tears to my eyes immediately when I realized what my safe space is and what really truly gives me safety. That I feel that I can inhale and exhale safety and every fiber of my 
body, every particle of my being feels really safe. And when I realized what place it is, and who is around me, just this thing alone immediately brought tears of gratitude into my eyes. But the, the exercise continued, and my mentor, she kept guiding us. And she told us, she told me, imagine now that you just find out that you have 24 hours left on this planet, in this body. That it's your last 24 hours on Earth. And you are extremely privileged and honored that you even know that. Because most people don't know when they die, when they're gonna die. And you know that. It's your last 24 hours. And when I felt that, just, just this very idea is extremely powerful. And I connected with two streams of thoughts, with two streams of energy. That was the purpose of this exercise. That's how she guided us. So the first stream that I connected to was all the things that I am happy or proud or grateful for, happy about, grateful for. Everything that happened for me in this life, everything that I did or accomplished, everything that I experienced through this time of my life that I had on this earth. And that was a beautiful moment to connect to all the heartwarming, beautiful experiences and accomplishments, moments, people, connections. And just that very part of the exercise clearly showed me what matters in life for me the most. And then the second stream of energy, stream of thoughts, the second part of that exercise was to think about all the things that maybe you regret right now. Because you know that you will not have time to do this or to do, do that. Because you just have these 24 hours left. And there are things that you will not be able to do. Maybe there are people who you'll not be able to see or contact. Experiences that you will not be able to, to have. All the things that you wanted so much. All the experiences, all the connections. All the things. All the adventures. All the talks. All the moments. And you will not have them. And that part of the exercise was extremely powerful as well. Extremely powerful. And then the question comes, okay, you have 24 hours left on this planet, in this body. And finish the sentence, end the sentence, that if I had more time, if I only had more time, what would I do? How would I use this time? What would I do less? What would I do more? What would be the first thing that I do? That I would do knowing that I have more time than just these mere 24 hours. By that time of the exercise, I already was like full on crying. Because that showed me so clearly what really is important for me in life. 
and it showed me so clearly where I quote-unquote air quote where I waste my life I kind of hesitate by using this word waste because I I don't believe that it's fully wasted but I hope that you know what I mean where I put my energy into worrying about things or about what people say and sometimes these are people that I don't even know and I don't care about them and I will never meet them but I still care what they think about me that's ridiculous with all this time that we have on this earth that is limited our time here is extremely limited your every heartbeat is counted and your every breath is counted it's limited it's short it's a glimpse you just blink your eyes and out of a sudden you are 80 and with all that time I have a choice every time moment by moment I have a choice what I want to invest my energy into what do I want to worry about what do I want to do with this life because a moment will come when death will draw a line on the sand and I will have no choice I will have to cross that line into the unknown and I like doing this exercise it's not the first time that I did it or the second I I know this exercise and maybe you know it too there are many versions of this exercise but the idea behind it is to connect you with the feeling that life is precious and that death is inevitable because somehow I don't know if it is your feeling but my feeling is that we live in a society in a culture that really kind of like tries to pretend that death doesn't exist and it does it does it exists in every breath that you take it walks hand in hand with life and I wonder why we think so little about it about death about ends and I think it's because it's extremely uncomfortable because it confronts us with this question are you really living your life the way you want to are you using this time that was given to you in the best way according to you according to your possibilities and it's a powerful question so I don't know about you but I sometimes have a feeling that I don't want to think about that I close my eyes I put my fingers into my ears and I'm like na 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 I'm invincible I'm gonna live forever and when I have moments like this exercise with last 24 hours or when I have moments during Lomi the moments of these little deaths and rebirths deaths and rebirths it really shifts something in me touches me deeply confronts me with the idea that the only thing that I I need to figure out is to realize that that my time on this earth is limited and all I need to do is to to decide what I want to do with the time 
that was given to me, knowing that these are the choices that I make. The sum of my choices, the sum of these little, ordinary, mundane, everyday moments. But all of them, ultimately, they are my life. And the quality of this moment, I sometimes say to my clients and reminded myself, the quality of this moment is the quality of your life. And the good news is that in every moment, you can ask yourself, are you ready to die? And just let go of whatever is there that you feel that is no longer feeding you, that is no longer nourishing you. And you can be reborn into something new. Start over. Every breath is an opportunity to start over again. Every morning. That's why I think I like morning so much. When I wake up and I feel I have a whole another day in front of me. And who knows, maybe it will be my last. I hope not, because I don't feel that I, you know, I'm done with this adventure here. But who knows, maybe it will be my last. And how I want to live that day, how I want to interact with myself and how I want to interact with other people. Do I really want to care about all these little bullshit, stupid things? Do I really? With all this time that I have that is short and limited, do I really want to care about what somebody said about me? Or what somebody will think? What would people say? Hmm. Hmm. I want to come back to that story with the exercise and with this information that I have 24 hours left and these two streams of thoughts, two streams of energy and all the realizations that came, came with that. Because the next step of that exercise, beautiful step, was that imagine that somebody comes into the room and they tell you that no, it's not true. You actually have more than 24 hours. That was a mistake. And what happens for you right now? What happens in you? How do you feel? And having that experience, how will you live your life from now on? What do you want to have more in your life? What do you want to have less in your life? What is this first thing that you want to do when your life was given back to you? When you out of a sudden find out that you have more than 24 hours. What is the first thing that you want to do? Who is the first person that you want to contact? What is the first thought that you have? And again, that showed me what really matters for me in life. What I want to have more, so much more. And what I want to have less. And I'm sharing that whole exercise with you. Because maybe it's something that you want to do for yourself. Maybe you want to sit and go through that process for yourself. And see what it does for you. What it shows you about yourself. About your quality of life. About your choices. About your decisions. And feel that this very exercise, this whole process. It is again like death and rebirth. 
you are about to die in 24 hours and all that comes up with it happens for you and then your life is given back to you you are being reborn but different knowing and remembering all the realizations that come from this confrontation with death I have a note I'm just looking at it now it's hanging in my kitchen and the note says stop waiting and start living because the life is now and I started with the question are you ready to die and I end up with the urge to live because I feel that ultimately this is what this question confronts us with the question are you ready to die for me it also implies the question are you ready to live are you ready to live wholeheartedly are you ready to fully be human on this earth in this limited time that was given to you have all these experiences really truly live to the bone are you ready for that and sometimes answer might be yes sometimes answer might be not it's not that much about the answer it's about asking yourself the question because asking the question itself it opens up the space for so many answers to come and you might be surprised allow yourself to be surprised when i teach lomi on my trainings i always tell my students that this is the best indicator that you are not doing things by memory but you are really truly doing lomi from your heart is when you get surprised by what you feel under your hands when you get surprised by life and lomi teaches me to not not to live by memory but to, but to truly live knowing again like i said that past present and future everything happens in the now think about that on one hand you are in this moment you are the oldest that you've ever been so far but also in this very moment you are the youngest that you will ever be <laughs> and it meets in the now that's this ah uh, magic of life i love it think about that i've never been so old and i've never been so young at the same time <sighs> and i think i'm going to stop here I feel I shared a lot today. Hopefully I managed to inspire you. That is always one of my intentions that I put this microphone in front of me and I talk to it in the morning like today for various reasons for myself because it's highly therapeutic to be able to hear my own words out loud. But I also do it for you to hopefully show you a different perspective or to inspire you and if i managed to if something happened for you while listening 
to this episode when you got an important realization, when you got an aha moment. I'm very grateful for that. And for that reason, I'm really happy that I did it, that I recorded this episode. And if you want to share some of your insights, thoughts, epiphanies, observations, you are very welcome to send me a message, to send me an email, you have it in the notes, show notes, or if we are connected on Facebook, you can send me a message there. And speaking of messages, I really, really, really want to thank you so much, all of you who contacted me after the previous episode, after um, I released that. I never got so many beautiful, heartwarming, kind, loving, inspiring, amazing replies and your own personal stories. Never got so many like after the last, the previous episode. So I am grateful for that. Thank you so much to all of you who contacted me and sent me a message. Thank you to all of you who listened to that previous episode. That was a very important one for me to record. And uh, if you want to listen to it, you can go and listen to it, to it now once you are done with this one. And thank you for you. Thank you that we can inspire each other. And that we can walk this life together in a way. Some of you who listen to that, you are my clients. Some of you who listen to that, you are my friends. Some of you who listen to that, I don't know you. And I will most likely never meet you in person. But yet we are here. <laughs> together for a moment, walking this life together. And I find it beautiful and I find it humbling and I find it exciting and I find it amazing. So thank you for you. Thank you for spending one hour of your life with me. And I will talk to you sometime soon. You'll hear me in another episode of Touchful Podcast. Aloha and bye-bye.